Oh, shit. Welcome back to season two of The Highway with Kyle Shutt. I can't believe we made it this far. We couldn't have done it without you. Thank you for listening. Last year was hands down the most difficult year of my life. Um, there were a lot of victories, but they were kind of bittersweet because there was also a lot of loss. And uh, But that's okay. It's a new year, a new me, new you, new music, new tours, new badass drummers, all kind of shit. And uh, with season two now upon us, I'm going to tighten up this format. We're going to uh, have even bigger and better guests. I'm really excited to keep this show going. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe where you can so you don't miss a single episode of this show. And if you want to go one step further, you can find us at patreon.com slash the highway. For a few scant bucks a month, you can help me keep this show rolling. Get yourself a shout out on the program, put some beer in my fridge, and even get an online guitar lesson from me. Our guest this week was supposed to be Miss Johannes Adonis from Lucifer, but there was a secret surprise guest in the background. I can't wait for you to hear it. Everybody go check out their new album, Lucifer 4. It's fantastic. If you like riffs, they've got them. Let's do things my way. The Highway. Hey, Johanna, what's going on? Hey, Kaya. This is uh, Johanna and Nick. Oh, hey, Nick. What's going on? Oh, what a pleasure. Oh, this is great. (laughs) I didn't know you'd both be on. This is is awesome. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, It's going well. It's a beautiful day here in Texas. Uh, Are you uh, you all still in Stockholm? Is that where you're based right now? Yes. Yeah, we are like 20 minutes south of Stockholm. It's uh, pitch black and freezing cold. (laughs) (laughs) I, mean, I love Sweden so much. I haven't been uh, there since uh, I guess 2015, so it's been a while. Um, we're uh, we might wow. be headed back over there soon, but I don't know. The world keeps changing, you know. Um, how how has it uh, been dealing with all that through uh, through releasing a new record and everything? Uh, two records, actually. Yeah, we <laughs> oh, actually God, had that's two, right. Yeah, <laughs> we had two pandemic albums, and uh, well, in the touring department, obviously, it has been frustrating, just like for you. Um, we actually just had to cancel a European tour that we were uh, supposed to set out for in February um, because the numbers have been rising so yeah. extremely here through like uh, the past two, three months. But I'm hopeful that, you know, come spring and summer that the festival season will be on. Mm-hmm. Man, oof. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I feel pretty confident um, the sword has some dates. Um schedule watch me like say this now and then by the time this airs a little it'll change no but um but we we toured <laughs> all throughout the whole delta variant and it was everyone was safe nobody got sick everyone had a good time okay. um I, i'm confident that it's going to be okay but yeah it's uh geez navigating this thing as an artist is uh is, it's brutal have you um have you just used the time to just write music obviously you've released two records during the pandemic but uh, is that kind of what you're still doing now that you can't tour just kind of keep it on going down the line well, we did one tour. We were lucky enough uh, to do one in the beginning of November mm-hmm. for two weeks. Where and then it's just just right there when it started happening again. Uh, so we only only had two of those shows canceled, like last minute. But after that, all the bands stopped touring. Mm-hmm. So we were lucky to do that. Yeah, you least. were. Isn't playing shows again like such a wonderful feeling? <laughs> 
Yes, to be honest, when we played the first show, I think it has been almost two years since we were able to tour. Uh -huh. And even the soundcheck was fun, <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah. I actually the soundcheck was more fun than the actual show. <laughs> you heard the music loud through the PA and, you know, and it's... And then when we actually played, then it just felt really rusty the first, because it doesn't matter how much you re rehearse, you have exactly. to, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do get tour rusty, and that really sucks because before the pandemic, we were kind of on a roll, you know, because we've mm -hmm. been touring a lot in Europe and the States and everywhere. And um, I thought we um, came to be a pretty good live band. And of course, you know, when you don't tour for two years, um, it takes a moment to get like completely back into it. You know, it was hard. Pack, it was hard packing your bags. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you? <laughs> you forget how to tour. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, the, our first show back was um, uh, after three years uh, of taking some time off because uh, we were on a bit of a hiatus. But then that would that time got doubled because of the pandemic so yeah the first show back too was a is it a big festival and it was just like a 15 minute you know changeover throw and go it was awful right. I, I saw the video of it it was terrible but that's fine you, you, you got to get that one bad one out uh you know yes. out of your system and then uh, nobody cared everyone had a great time <laughs> exactly i think the, the feeling that i had when we actually were able to do this uh european tour in november was that people were just really happy that they were able to go to a show mm -hmm. and listen to rock and roll loud you know with a beer in their hands and but the, they were rusty too <laughs> yeah like, I mean, nobody know knows how to do it yeah, anymore you know? people get party rusty apparently as well <laughs> absolutely that is such a good point uh, I, I've had you know, a lot of people I, I have no problem with social anxiety or anything like that but I definitely heard from some people that they weren't just even though everything was seemingly safe and they were vaccinated and all this stuff they were just like you know what I don't think I'm ready for that yet you know which is crazy because <laughs> yeah. for me I, had the, I, I couldn't stop going to shows uh, for a few months there I was it eventually kind of caught up with me I was like I think I'm showed out I'm gonna <laughs> just sit this one out y'all sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this whole thing has taken the um, the feeling of being carefree away from people. Mm -hmm. So I guess a lot of people are, have this underlying suspicion. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel right you know, when you do something like that anymore, I guess. Yeah, and it's almost like, am I having too much fun now? Do I feel guilty almost? <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. Um... I'm <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, the band is great. I love the new record, Lucifer Four. Everybody, go check it out. Um, it. Uh, I wanted to talk about the name because it's such a simple, perfect name. It's it's a wonder that nobody's used it before. Did y'all run into any like uh, legal issues or anything like uh, having to secure it or anything like that? Was there ever a point where you thought you might have to change the name? No, no. I mean, the only thing you know of being uh, accused of not being, um, what do you call that? Um, Original? Original. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> but, but whatever. I mean, any any word in that context, you know, if you look through um, um, metal archives or whatever, there has been a million bands with, you know, names that have like those co common kind of keywords, mm -hmm. you know, that you find in rock and metal and whatever. I mean, there wasn't a band. I mean, of course, there was a lot of demo bands and, and like a Dutch band from the 70s that didn't exist anymore mm -hmm. and some... Japanese pop band that also didn't exist anymore. And I thought, well, it's up for grabs. Somebody has to take it. And it's kind of stupid if I don't do it because I didn't come up with anything um, better. And I'm a sucker for short and catchy names, you know. So. Sword. 
No, it's perfect. Yeah, that's because when our singer uh, came up with the sword, we were like astounded that nobody had done that before. There was exactly exactly there was one yeah. band called Sword, but um, they, they were from Canada and they weren't around anymore. And uh, they they had, they actually reached out to us, uh, saying uh-huh. that don't worry about it. Like we're we're you're never gonna catch any flack from us. So it was it was I thought it was nice of them to do that. And then uh, but yeah, it was just I, I just I love that name Lucifer. Just such a simple beautiful name y'all are lucky to just snag it like that <laughs> thank you yeah. actually um this german black metal or black thrash band wrote to me maybe a year into the existence of lucifer saying that they also founded a band um called lucifer r- right around the same time but i was first to release something so they then changed the name to lucifer so it's written like lucifer but with a z which is the german spelling oh. so they were kind enough to <laughs> <laughs> well, but um, yeah, have you heard of that uh, new Swedish band, uh, The Sword? Oh, there's a new one. Yeah, it's my it's my new project. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not because we'll crush them in court. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, how about the swords? No, it's you know what? Uh, funny that you bring that up. We actually own the word sword like you now that we've copyrighted it in such a way that like you couldn't release anything else called the swords or swords project or it's, oh, it's really? a weird thing yeah yeah and it took some okay doing. fine <laughs> uh, if i was gonna have like a solo country project i can't call it nick anderson and the swords i would get the I, shit from you I, I i would let you get away with it but you know our, our massive team of lawyers wouldn't i'm kidding i'm kidding i would love if you did a country record you've done everything well you've been in entombed and uh helicopters obviously which are back but we can talk about that at another time but um and and now you're in lucifer you could do a country band no problem maybe in the next lucifer album is a con- like dark country album that would be country sick you should totally season. do that <laughs> it would work there's a what amigo the devil he does that weird dark devil country shit i don't know yeah it could totally work <laughs> uh, i hope you actually do that um but uh yeah what's up I, I wanted to ask y'all um because i i guess the, the band did start in germany right in berlin yeah 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 what um what made you uh it's, it's i feel like it's a different answer for uh, Europeans versus Americans, but uh, like, yeah, what, what made you, uh, was there a, a particular moment that you decided like, I want to be in a band and like get in a van and like be dirty for weeks on it and, and tour the world and everything like that. What, 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 what was it that made you want to do that? Well, for me, it started when I was a teenager. I think I started to listening to listen to rock and metal when I was 13 and went to my first metal show when I was 13. And then, um, by the time I was 14, I was in the first kind of like rock group, you know, uh, at a local youth club. And then when I was 15 and I w- was really getting into extreme metal, like death metal, black metal and all that, um, I started to guest sing in um, the underground death metal and black metal bands of Berlin because there was, wasn't any uh, other females really doing mm-hmm. that. Um, so I started pretty early and that was in the mid 90s. And um uh, yeah, but then it became, um, I guess, dabbling around with it um, on an unprofessional level most of my life. I was kind of a late bloomer, um, actually 
you know, releasing albums. Mm -hmm. And that started with the oath uh, in, I think, 2012. No, yeah, informer too. Yeah, but that was, uh, well, if it comes to rock and metal, that was an album as well. Yeah, I had a band (laughs) because I had a little bit of a dark electronic pop phase um, when I... When I lived in Los Angeles, um, because I was really into bands like Lady Tron and Client and so on. That Hell was yeah. in the early 2000s. And my best friend back then, um, Rachel, she actually founded the label Century Black, which was some sort of subdivision of Century Media Records where... Um, yeah, she, you know, she, she was touring a lot with Norwegian black metal bands throughout uh, the States. Uh, and I think also South America. And and that's actually how we met. We met at a metal festival in Europe and we became best friends. And when I moved to LA, we both really got into that kind of, you know, alternative dark pop or whatever. So we made one album um, under the name Informer, which came out on a small underground Berlin label. So, uh, yeah, well, that was like a album. short excursion. Not really. I mean, I was on... Um, yeah, but you were first My, album. Yeah, that was the first album where I wrote songs. And and then later on came The Oath because I just felt I um, I was running a heavy metal club night in Berlin called Killer Mall Club, which was like kind of, I was DJing a lot of old school hard rock and heavy metal. And I was doing it together with a guy from New York called Vincent Wager, who lived in Berlin. And he, um, him and I, we did that club night together in the beginning. And we... You know, you used to spend long nights. Berlin nights are really long. You know, mm-hmm. parties go to like five or six in the morning. So we would just like, you know, blab all night about, you know, our favorite rock and metal. And a lot of it was like old school, you know, proto metal, um, 70s stuff and so on. And we're like, he's a drummer, you know, and I always uh, sang. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck it. We're going to do our own band, you know, something that we thought is maybe not existing exactly in this constellation. And then um, and then we founded The Oath. So that was the beginning of that. Nice. And that, the Oath kind of fizzled out like right after it, right after that record came out, right? Yes, yes. Uh, the band uh, imploded. It was a yeah. um, heated, heat short love affair. <laughs> <laughs> we made a cool album. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it still. And I think, you know, um, it was a shame in that moment when the band broke up. I really did not want that to happen. And I tried to, um, you know, keep it from uh, imploding, but it was impossible. So on, you know, I just thought um, now I kind of lick blood and I really need to do something. So I kind of just hit the round running and um, the ground running and just, you know, founded Lucifer immediately. So I think the first Lucifer album came out maybe like a year after the oath broke up or something mm-hmm. like that. So also another great band name that was so simple and was just right there for the taking, like the back to back. You're just, you're killing it. <laughs> With the band. That was Vincent's idea. The oath, that oh, okay. old bummer. Yeah. Well, um, was, was imagery always like a part of, what you wanted to do on the stage as well as um, that, or did did that kind of come to the front with Lucifer? Uh, Imagery, I think, um, you know, uh, 
for me, music in general has to appeal to all my senses. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that I like, you know, and I guess Nickel is the best example of this. I mean, he fell for Kiss, first of all, because of the way they looked mm -hmm. before he even heard the music. And I think it's such a big part of rock and roll. I mean, um, you know, the, the big bands of the 70s, if, you know, if Led Zeppelin, the Stones, everybody had their shtick and their look, you know, mm -hmm. and I think for me, it's just really important as well. Of course, the music is the number one thing, you know, the craftsmanship. But uh, on top of that, um, I think it's all like a um, tool to disappear into the world of rock and roll, you know, and it would be lame if, um, you know, uh, if Lucifer just looked like a bunch of bank employees or whatever. <laughs> I was, that's kind of uh, the way the sword started too. It was not, I don't, I, like we did really well in the states, but and it was kind of a harder um, sell in Europe because I think people wanted us to look a certain way. Being a band called that, and we're we're I, I always used to say like we're like the Weezer of metal bands, you know, like we're just some <laughs> fucking nerds, you know, that just like absolutely fucking shred, you know. But uh, it's, I just never I don't know. Anytime I would ever put on anything like a leather jacket or whatever, I always felt like I was trying too hard. I was like, ah, this just isn't me. I don't know. I, I feel more comfortable in my black t-shirt and my sneakers. Uh, doing that but I, I i love when a band um, <laughs> really comes together uh with their imagery and stuff uh, ghost obviously you know um there are, are kind of the kings of that uh but uh yeah y'all are right up there with them and it's a i haven't seen you play live but i've seen lots of videos of it and everything and it's a uh, you got the aesthetic down it's it, you're doing a great job of that oh cool thanks absolutely but i think it of course it has to do with what one is comfortable with mm -hmm. i mean it's like my two main uh, image-based bands are Kiss and the Ramones. I mean, oh, yeah. it, one image wouldn't work with the other, but they're totally awesome. And that doesn't work for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. everyone can put on Kiss's makeup. That would be silly. I think it should also be silly. <laughs> what if everyone did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, but you, know, you know, Kyle, I think it should be sincere because if it's like dress up, then that doesn't really count so much either yeah. because i you know like the the people in lucifer we kind of dress like this anyways you know during mm -hmm. the day but um <clears throat> when um i mean sometimes you see bands and you can tell they they only you know um it's like a dress up thing and then it becomes a little bit uh not so authentic mm -hmm. or the worst is bands that have a super rock and roll image and then you meet them backstage and then they just look like your dad, you know, like. That's okay if they look like your dad on stage too, I think. As long as they mean it. As yeah. long as they, I think you, you have to mean it because people sense it also. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite, I don't know how, being from Sweden uh, to Nick, I don't know how you feel about the Hives, but they're one of my favorite bands. And I I, I do love their, their shtick. They're kind of just, whatever they do, they're going to like really... <laughs> make sure they all look the same on stage and off stage and it's like a whole thing that they do it's, it does seem like an act but uh, I think it's a very good one they're one of my favorites I, no that's I mean, really cool I yeah. mean that, I think that's the best live band we've ever had from this country mm -hmm. and we, we just played with them with the helicopters and they were as good as ever and yeah totally I mean everything is thought through in in all the little details and it it just works and mm -hmm. they're really good but it I mean, the music would stand out, uh, would stand up by itself. But again, it's kind of like you said, Jan. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't be as much fun. Mm -hmm. 
and and uh, and they do this whole black and white thing and they they always do that and then you see so many people try to copy that thing uh, exactly because really it of course it's not going to work but uh, it works for them and i think it's they, even, awesome. they even have their guitar like their crew that they have yeah. their state uh, guitar techs and so on wear ninja costumes <laughs> It's perfect. It's very thought out. Yeah. You have to admire that, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I like it. I do, absolutely. It's funny that uh, you brought up Kiss, because uh, didn't y'all do the Kiss Cruise a few years ago? Yeah. yeah that, that was weird. Have you guys done that? No, we were going to do the uh, the motorboat one, but Lemmy died, and they weren't yeah. able to do it that year. Um, but So yeah. I've never done the boat. We always call it, um, well, do you, y'all, this seems like a universal thing between bands. You know what Punishers are, right? Of course, oh, of course. it's a favorite word. <laughs> That's why we, we wanted it to call it. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's funny because because now we've gotten so used to the word since we heard it the first time. Maybe when did we hear it the first time? Four years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we keep saying it, and not a lot of people know about it. So then it, you're always kind of like shocked that people don't know that word. <laughs> but, they don't know it. It's because they're a punisher. Um, but uh, yeah. but we used to call the cruises like the SS punishment because the, you're just trapped on a boat. You can't <laughs> go anywhere. You can't go anywhere except overboard. Uh, but uh, but the good thing with a Kiss boat was that nobody on that boat knows any other band than Kiss. So you're, <laughs> it was like maybe two or three that maybe twice we got punished, but it was pretty safe. That's great. You're being models, but yeah. Uh, but it was kind of like. Because if you weren't Paul Stanley, you were okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, where, where did they even hide? You know what I mean? Like, they, I kind of, I have a suspicion where it was. Yeah. So when, when you're on deck and, and you see the tower where the captain and so on is sitting, uh-huh. there's a few suites. You can you can tell that there's like suites in the tower yeah. up there. And um, I think that's where they were. Do you think they have a special elevator then? So they Of can, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I want next time on a if we get to go on a boat, I want to have a suite like that. <laughs> they actually gave us a pretty good suite um, because not uh, our own elevator. Though. But we got chocolate covered strawberries and but next time it's yeah. the elevator. Dang, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, well, uh, were the shows good? I mean, like, how many shows are you expected to play on that trip? We played three. We played one. Um, we played two inside. We played uh-huh. in a yeah. casino, and one on deck. And that one was merciless. Um, that was in the Bahamas, two p.m. in the afternoon. The Ooh. sun blazing down. We were all like, you know, um, I had my fucking velvet fringe mm-hmm. uh, once. <laughs> I was dying. Well, I, I mean, think... we were not gonna go on stage in shorts, and you know. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> is, it was it was so crazy hot, but there was no shade over the stage. Right. So. At 2 p.m. in the Bahamas, it's it's like if you rock out for five minutes, you're bound to have a stroke, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody in front of you is like sitting in, jacu- in jacuzzis with um, bikinis and stuff. No, but it was really awesome. It was it was bizarre, uh, very American, um, and very fun. Yeah, no, it's great. It's just to see whole whole boat filled with only Kiss fans. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was going to say, it's really hard to to look like eerie and mysterious when the sun's just beating down on you <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing like old videos of Candlemas, you know, playing like a, in like at 3 p.m. Yeah, like whacking or whatever like that. It was just like it wasn't evil I at think all. 
always really funny because I think for us, we're kind of on that side of of what we do that it's it works in daylight but mm. there are some bands that just doesn't work in daylight <laughs> like any black metal band sorry it doesn't work <laughs> i think anyone that's taking themselves too serious it's not gonna work mm-hmm. that's not gonna work mm-hmm. so yeah i think lucifer um of course you know we have that shtick uh, but we do i mean we are a rock and roll band and um uh i think there's a very sunny side to this gloomy band. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Oh man. Uh yeah, I think the hottest show we ever played it was um it was in uh January in Australia and that's or no 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 wait yeah yeah yeah. So um yeah there what's winter you know in the northern hemisphere yeah. is uh, summer down there and it, I I think uh I don't know how to put this into Celsius. Um but it was 120 degrees uh when we were playing like dead noon, no shade, the sun just beating down on us. I couldn't even touch my fretboard in a place that I hadn't been yeah. like and if I went up to do a solo like the strings were so hot they were like burning my fingers it was it was a miserable show <laughs> that's horrible we had something like that we played Psycho Las Vegas the pool stage outside mm-hmm. and that's similar degrees yeah there, it was 43 Celsius I have no idea how much that is I can, I can do the math real quick hang on a 43 that's yeah. you double there. it and then you add 30 so that's like 86 plus 30, 116 that's hot that's really hot that's about the same yeah is what i'm talking about it's horrible <laughs> but it's also awesome when you actually uh, you actually made make it through mm-hmm. and it works then you're really proud of yourself like i did it i didn't have a stroke it's awesome <laughs> I was and, mixing wine because I was doing white wine on stage, so I was mixing it with Gatorade, so to get a little bit of hydration. <laughs> Dang, that's a good trick. That's awesome. Well, what um, what's what's kind of coming up next? I mean, y'all, uh, I know you're kind of reschedule your tour, but um, anything past that? You think you uh, might do another record uh, real soon? Uh, well, um, we thought because these came so quickly after each other, mm-hmm. you know, one in 20 and one in uh, 21 now. Yeah. So we're going to wait until next year with the next record and let these two circulate a little bit. Uh, and, you know, just be, we're trying to book a U.S. tour. Um, we have summer festivals coming up. We're going to Russia for the first time. Awesome. And, and we're actually going to do another boat this summer uh, throughout Greece and Turkey. And we're really excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It, it, the headliner is not as good as the headliner on the last boat. <laughs> who, who are they? Is it anybody we know or is it more like... like uh, it's a Swedish band called Sabaton. <laughs> uh, we're not huge fans. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> the Sabaton boat. What are they? That, that really is the SS punishment. Y'all are going to have fun. I don't know if they're both, that, but that, they're the biggest. Yeah, that's uh, a proper sufferership. <laughs> Well, uh, then again, they won't oh. get punished. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. I've, we've never been to Greece. I always wanted to, to make it there, but this, it seems like once you, I don't know. We've, we, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but we've never had that great of luck with European booking agents. Um, they're just once we kind of get down to Italy and and you know Greece and stuff like that, they just don't want to mess with it. You know, they're like, yeah, you know what? Oh. Italy is really hard to tour, and with Lucifer. I mean, I, I think I can count on one hand how many shows I've played in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not such a metal country. Uh, it uh, seemed, well, or maybe the promoters th- are not think, so well connected. I don't know. I think it's, actually it's maybe too metal. Uh, because 
like with with the helicopters we do good in spain not so much in italy mm-hmm. and, and same with lucifer spain does better we do better in spain than italy so i think it's but spain more, is rock and roll that works yeah, yeah that, that always works. but i think mm-hmm. uh, maybe italy i just have a feeling that it's more of the metal that we don't like so much yeah maybe, maybe. i don't know we we i don't know i've had more negative experiences in italy than positive unfortunately but uh, we, you know we, what? We, we played one club in Italy where they didn't have a toilet in, in the backstage, and they had the you know the, it was like kind of a small club bar slash bar place. Mm-hmm. So we had to go to the shitter, which was for everybody, and it wasn't a proper toilet. It was like a hole, a hole in, in the ground. ground. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, the classic. <laughs> so that's great when you peel off your stage suit, you know, to take a leak, mm-hmm. and then you, you have to make sure your fringes don't get. What are they doing over there? The, the glamour. Yeah, right. We uh we got added to this horrible festival. Uh one time I don't mind saying it, it was terrible. Um like us and Clutch were on tour and yeah. the, it was a thing where like there was a bunch of bands that were on their own tours and that so they just smashed them all together and had a festival oh. out of it. And uh it was the uh it was Cold Chamber, they were the headliner, it was their big reunion tour. And um at the end of the night there was 11 people left there to see him it was one of oh, the worst shit. shows we ever played it was absolutely horrible um yeah and that oh was in milan <laughs> oh, oh wow my god oh, that sucks. <laughs> sucks yeah it was awful um but then i we... think with go ahead yeah sorry no 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 go ahead no you <laughs> well uh, i was gonna say on the, on the flip side of that i we played uh in bologna with metallica uh, this would have been in 2008 and there was like forty thousand people there so i know they like metal you know what but I mean? maybe it's that they're more you know that the mainstream metal and yeah. rock uh, that of course shouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. um but the underground metal scene i don't know yeah but um, with Greece, we've played only two shows in Greece, right? Or was it even just one? And we one. flew in to Athens mm-hmm. for that. And, um, I guess you can't really tour that because it's too far off. So you kind of have yeah. to fly in. But uh, well, that was good. Uh, that was a good show. That was good. I know we have fans there. People are always, uh, every time we announce a tour, you know, they're always like, oh, why don't you come to Greece or Brazil or whatever? Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's like, right. I, it's kind of out of my it's hands, not- but. Yeah, it's not around the corner exactly well uh, seriously thank y'all so much for sitting down with us i really appreciate it i love the new record and um i'm really really looking forward to seeing y'all play hopefully uh that u.s tour can happen and uh yeah just just keep it up y'all are doing great and um i know helicopters are kind of like revving back up too and and everything now that's that's awesome congratulations nick um yeah dude thank you fucking stoked all around for everybody and uh yeah if you ever need anything you know, you got, you got my email. Just uh, hit me up, and uh, yeah, maybe we can do something together sometime. That'd be awesome. Let's do a boat together. That's... <laughs> <laughs> we only have bands with have one word, short one word names. Yes. that have the the sword in it somehow. Yes, somehow <laughs> just crush them all. <laughs> but, uh, Thank you so much for having us, and um, I hope we get to meet you down the road absolutely rather sooner than later hell yeah and um i always ask the bands that come on if they want to play a song off the new record is there anything that uh you'd like to play for everyone uh, i know oh yeah I, we have a I love kind the of song called louise <laughs> oh yeah let's pick uh, louise from the last album because that's our our attempt to to um 
approached Southern rock, but from a German Swedish perspective. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to play it right now. Thanks again, y'all. Alrighty. Thank, thank you. you.
Thanks for tuning in to The Highway with Kyle Shutt. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe if you want to keep up with the latest episodes. And don't forget to check out the Highway with Kyle Shutt playlist on Spotify to keep up with all the rad tunes that we play on the program. And if you need some new gear in your life, don't forget to check out Reverend Guitars, Railhammer Pickups, Idiot Box Effects, and Ray Ray Decker Cables. Stay high, everybody. We'll see you next week.